This is a Snow India production and you are listening to Climate Emergency. Rotun Hemram is a 33-year-old farmer in West Bengal's Birbhum district. He grows rice on his land. He lives with his wife, sister and three little children. I have a family. I um, uh, earlier I used to do farming only but since the protest started I am engaged totally in this and uh, I have a family and I try to give them time but due to this work uh, it becomes difficult some day i come home at 9 pm then some day it becomes 10 pm but how much uh, it's possible i try to get back home hardly and spend some time with my family so right now it's very much my schedule is hectic and i go to all the villages speak with the villagers and try to organize them. these days he hasn't been going to work to earn his living or spending much time with his family He leaves at 8 a.m. in the morning and comes back home by 10 p.m. So I wake up in the morning. I go to I brush my teeth. I have some tea, but and then I go to different village uh, villages. I speak with the villagers and uh, explain them why the coal mine would be harmful for us. And I try to organize the people in all the villages. Hemram's home is situated in the Deucha Pochami. Devanganj Harin Singha area in Mohammad Bazar block in Birbhum district it is home to the largest coal block in asia and the second largest in the world in september 2018 an agreement between the central government and the state government owned west bengal power development corporation allocated the land to the corporation The block is spread over 13.7 square kilometers. According to the last census of 2011, over 21,000 people reside in this area and would be displaced. 18% of them belong to scheduled castes, and about 50% of them are Adivasis from the Shautal community. Rotun Hemram is one of them. the government is thinking that okay their poor people will just give throw, throw them some compensation and they will be uh, they will go away from that place but that is not the case we won't leave our land so easily the west bengal government is yet to start the process of obtaining environmental clearance for the coal mining project that in itself may take a couple years for now its primary focus is acquiring the land from the residents In November 2021 the state government declared the compensation and rehabilitation package without going through any mass redressal of grievances which is mandatory in the land acquisition act 2013 part of the land is also forested hence the shautal community there are entitled to the protections under the forest rights act of 2006 The act empowers forest dwellers to access and use forest resources in their traditional manner to protect, conserve and manage forests and to protect forest dwellers from unlawful evictions. It also provides for basic development facilities for the community to access education, health, nutrition, infrastructure, etc. Hemram says that the government is not following these laws 
and people have been protesting since last year against the acquisition. Jal jungle zameen hamara hai. Hamara hai, hamara hai. Jal jungle zameen hamara hai. Hamara hai, hamara hai. Koila bhitti tapidut kendra abilombe bando karo. Bando karo, bando karo. Koila bhitti tapidut abilombe bando karo. Bando karo, bando karo. Hello. I am Surya Tapa Mukherjee reporting for this episode of Climate Emergency. In this episode we will explore why the Adivasi people of Deochapochami Dewanganj Khorinshingha area are protesting against the opening of Asia's largest coal mine. We will also look at why India is increasing its coal production at the same time as promising to face down coal to fight climate change. Besides Rotun Hemram I spoke to Dr Pradeep Sharnokar a professor and founder of the Just Transition Research Center at IIT Kanpur With increasing protests the West Bengal government has been upping the compensation package for residents around the coal block The government is promising rupees 10 to 13 lakh per bigha of land and a 600 to 700 square feet home rupees 7 lakh for relocation and a junior police constable job for a member of each family the workers of stone crushing units will receive a rupees 50000 one time payment and 10000 rupees per month for a year Agricultural laborers have also been promised 50000 rupees and 500 days of work under the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee Act but Hemram says that the government is not including them in the decision making process they are creating a confusion in between the people by announcing a package and all but they are not discussing with the people themselves like what they want Uh, and the the people there are uh, we we are here very much we are displaced we won't get the compensation properly and we uh, the rights which we have uh, which uh, which are given by the constitution vested by the constitution those rights will be taken away so for that we are protesting against the coal mine from 36 villages uh, 36 adivasi villages uh, we are protesting against the coal mine we are organizing uh, gram sabhas but right now what is happening is that the government is saying that they won't take the land forcefully but they are creating an atmosphere of fear in in the villagers there are people who have accepted the government's terms but he says they are mostly non adivasi absentee landlords who moved away a while ago the adivasi residents don't believe in the government's promises because hemram says the state has done nothing for the development of adivasi people since independence they cannot access basic rights like healthcare and education or work under the mahatma gandhi national rural employment guarantee act narega okay, uh, so uh, what is happening here is that uh, we all here uh, we already have one form of industry so called is that uh, there are a lot of like stone basalt mining is going on over here the government is now claiming that they will uh, do the coal mine project here in the name of development but for more than 50 years we here in the villages in the adivasi villages we don't have any rights the road condition of the roads are very bad 
then uh, the anganwadi schools the icds schools don't have proper infrastructure they don't get that children don't get proper food then uh, the schools are also very much far away and uh, there are no, no not there are not enough teachers not not adequate teachers uh, then the uh, the health health infrastructure the hospitals are also in very poor condition so uh, and from from lot of days we don't get energy work also lot of years and so what our claim is that is uh, we don't believe that by doing a coal mine the development will be done in done in this place because more than 50 years we have been deprived of all the rights of all these basic rights which we were supposed to be given but uh, so <laughs> what the government is now trying to do is that they are claiming that uh, they will uh, give us jobs they will give us uh, uh, like they will give us compensation but uh, what uh, we, the government is trying to fool the adivasi people they are thinking that they are our poor people we'll just give them some token amount of money and they will just accept our demands but that is not the case we are in a confusion but we don't want the mines we want our development and basic rights which should have been given to us now like health education food all those rights we don't have according to dr pradeep shornokar founder of the just transition research center at iit kanpur the fears and suspicions of the residents are not unfounded especially if we look at the development projects from the past who is going to bear the cost and who is going to actually get the benefit so the distribution is very skewed most of the time when we are talking about one even power plants we can see the people who are living near, power plants very small coal mine is big people who are living near the power plants may not be getting the power from that particular power plant it is distributed to certain other place sometimes it goes beyond the actually the state so people who give the land they might they might get sometimes some benefit or some jobs but not everyone and everyone is actually they are not owner of the land but they are associated their livelihood as you are mentioning some people uh, like 20000 people are associated maybe everybody is not the owner of the land but their livelihood their lifestyle and their history culture is dependent on that particular land and that is why maybe they are protesting and most of the time the people protest so their idea is not because people ask these questions many times that in various countries and i have written sometimes that people talk about climate movement and in india we don't uh, have this kind of word of climate movement people are not thinking this as a climate movement people are thinking this more about a livelihood movement how to protect their livelihood <laughs> The Adivasi protesters allege that the police and workers of the ruling party have been beating them up and slapping them with false cases. Hemram says their leaders are being prevented from working. He says that even his little kids are being harassed by their teachers at school to give up the land. Here the main occupation is from the stone mines and stone crushers. But what the government is trying to do with their uh, with the mafias and all the people who are associated with the ruling party is that the protesters here 
are not getting jobs properly so they are trying to and they are also giving constant threats to the protesters uh, the the who are leading the protests and uh, they are not being taken uh, they are not being allowed to work in those mines and kashars our claim is that it is the state government is doing this and the state government is uh, creating uh, an atmosphere of fear which i was saying earlier also they are threatening all our leadership and they are not like they are trying to snatch away all the rights which we have any rights now the right to work at least we used to go and work in the crushers and mines that away from us the chief minister on the other hand has alleged that illegal stone quarry operators in the area are misleading the tribal people she also said and i quote I have fought the battle against land acquisition I will not deprive anyone end quote Banerjee herself came to power by leading the anti land acquisition movements of Shingur and Nondigram in 2007 it had led to government change in Bengal for the first time in 34 years however there is another irony in the story besides the local issue of displacement there is the global issue of climate change How does a coal mine of such a large scale figure into that conversation? This year, the Union Ministry of Coal set up a Just Transition Division. which will draft sustainable coal mine closure plans for areas economically dependent on it the world bank will provide an aid of 1.15 million dollars and also prepare a detailed project report but in may the same ministry of coal said they are targeting an increase in coal production to minimize imports from other countries so while india is looking to open the world's second largest coal mine it is also aiming at zero net carbon emissions by the year 2070 dr shornokar says that we can understand this contradiction if we follow the climate talks india has been a part of india is one of the governments around the world that have signed the un framework convention of climate change we attend the annual conference of the parties or cop where these governments meet to ensure that the convention is followed everybody wants to grow and develop and less carbon emission or constraint in carbon emission at some point of time without having an alternative technology is will actually reduce the growth of that particular country because most of the activity is very carbon intensive very fossil fuel intensive coal is trusted and trusted kind of and very stable kind of energy sources and energy including electricity and all other subsidiaries like uh, iron like cement very heavy industry and uh, railways all these are inter infrastructure of a country is dependent on this coal now when something is tested and trusted and we are changing that system because of some future uh, sustainability we have to check the system we are moving should be equally comfortable because most of the people they don't want to compromise with the existing lifestyle or the consumption level of uh, anything they are consuming through this energy system now 
this increase also can be seen like okay uh, the government is going for a peak but this is only for the coal thing but if we also uh, look at the renewable energy system particularly right now if we see the installation of solar energy it's going huge so we are preparing also ourselves for an alternative renewable energy india is home to one sixth of the world's population but it only contributes 7% of global carbon dioxide emissions its cumulative emissions in proportion to its population is even lower experts say that this shows it is still in the early stages of its development trajectory the climate change movement uses the term common but differentiated responsibility in simple terms this means that climate change is a common responsibility for the whole world but not everyone is equally responsible some countries are more responsible historically for harmful emissions and have greater technological capacity to fight it in this context countries like india first aim to peak in coal production and develop enough alternative energy sources to then phase down always people ask this question like on one side we are talking about reduction in another side we are increasing production so the how these two questions kind of an opposite direction can be answered is that there is a, a idea of peak and then there is a, a sharp decline in a sense like not slow decline but the sharp decline and that only helps when you have the alternative energy system now this is the idea of uh, uh, any coal block including gauchap channel so for example imagine that the west bengal government succeeds in opening the coal mine there will be a whole new population in birbhum working in the coal mine and in associated jobs then when the government wants to face down this entire community will lose the source of their livelihood leading to another great displacement this underlies the principle of just transition how do we transition out of coal usage while ensuring justice to the communities affected by it so right now we are talking about like what will going to happen who are already into the system now more increasing production means more people will be involved in this production formal informal contractual uh, array of people uh, uh, involved in this thing now we also have to think about their rehabilitation and everything so we need certain plans and use those funds for uh, for those kind of community jithana tulari magai ko tole kana jithana tulari magai ko tole kana latara tulari magai ko tole For the residents of Deocha Pachami such conversations about the future of coal are not relevant. Proton Hemram who spends all day traveling to organize villages in the area is worried about the life he will lose if the project is not stopped. Uh, so uh, here in Deocha Pachami where I have been born uh, so say in this place we used to uh, play with our friends we used to uh, stay together then we used to have our own culture we used to uh, do farming together and this is this is our birth place so if this coal mine takes place we will lose all of this and also uh, the <coughs> the neighbors our friends whoever is there we don't know if we are displaced we will be 
like given uh, given the lands or anything the compensation will be given in the same place maybe i am staying in one place my friend my neighbor will be given a place which is far away from me so we we'll lose everything and also there is uh, like uh, we used to go in schools uh, even our children who goes in the schools uh, like we, our children goes to the schools and they they sit together from different villages have mid day meal eat food together all this will go away once we are displaced from our place and also like the jahed khan ja maji khan the our religious places where used to we used to worship all those things will go away so our culture our rights everything our friends our livelihood we lose everything the question is also of shautal culture and how such displacement leads to adivasi communities gradually losing their cultural heritage the thing is that uh, we have our own culture with the adivasis have our own culture our religion our language uh, when we are already seeing that the people from our place only who have shifted to the cities or maybe towns they have lost their culture their language everything so we fear that we will also lose this once we are displaced from our place then we have our own uh, religious ceremonies like we uh, the adivasis the mul nivasis which are said in, in of india the earliest people who used to live in india uh, so we uh, we pray to the nature uh, the the earth all those things will go away once we are displaced from the nature itself we, once we are displaced from our own forest or villages whom whom will we pray to whom where will we do our religious ceremonies our cultural uh, programs everything uh, we used to get together all the villages used to get together and have these ceremonies but uh, if we are displaced we will lose everything and we can already see that few of them who have already shifted to the cities and towns they have already lost everything even their language and and everything the santali language which we speak we will also lose this and we will be forced to speak in some other languages as well see we we sometimes only talk about economy we ignore two important thing one is the psychological thing and another is the cultural thing because it's very abstract and we are assuming that it can be actually changed but the the effect of cultural like over uh, uprooting some group of common and migration is a very clear case of uh, when we look at this cultural uh, changes and people from one place to another places i mean even something is closing people are moving to uh, from assam to maybe kerala or uh, tamil nadu but when the assam mine uh, was established some people from tamil nadu actually uh go to assam uh, this diburgar so see the uh, migration from down south to northeast so this kind of movement can happen and again entire group of people and their culture their food their language their social practices marriage uh, family extension all these things and when they are going to certain uh, place they are marrying other another group of people and their next generation the economic opportunity school and also like the convent school because sometimes missionaries are there there are convent school good schooling sometimes there is no good schooling some only so all this it's very complex what i'm trying to say is not only just i am getting money from this activity i am just replacing with another activity uh, fund so it's not only the economic part there are many things and culture as you mentioned and the psychology uh particularly people are very much 
place attachment is a very important concept uh, like people why people want to live in calcutta they don't want to go to other place. why people want to live in delhi who are from delhi so these kind of things even if they know that delhi is a very high polluted uh, pm 2.5 is very high and everything and they are well educated they understand this kind of pollution because those cultural attachments psychological attachments are equally important or even sometimes more important than economic attachment hemram however is determined to keep fighting if the anti land acquisition movements of the state have shown him anything it is that the might of the people can be greater than the power of the state if the coal mine project actually takes place here the chair of the chief minister will not be there like she won't be able to sit in that chair of the cm and we will ensure that she is voted out of power because displacing thousands of adivasis stepping off their rights their land rights their cultural rights their religious rights so that won't take place so quietly and even the adivasis the leaders from uh, different districts also are supporting us supporting our movement and they said that they will also ensure that the adivasis of birbhum adivasis of devtapachami are not like not evicted from their land so the chief minister should be aware that uh, her power will be in a vulnerable position if she goes ahead with this coal mine project Thank you for listening to this episode of Climate Emergency. You can listen to more episodes on our website sunoindia.in or on any other podcast platform of your choice. Suno India is an independent media platform and it relies on you our listener to support us. So kindly visit the contribute page on our website sunoindia.in. Thank you.